You are listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores all things pedal pumping with me, your host, Mimi Footnip. I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. Check out my website, mimifootnip.com, for more about me. And I added some frequently asked questions on there, and I got a little feedback. Uh, so I'm going to read... I'm going to read that real quick. Uh, Email says, Hi Mimi, this is from Rocket Man. Hi Mimi, how's it going? Please feel free to read this email and address the questions on the podcast. It's been a while since I sent you an email. Uh, So decided to answer your call for emails on the last podcast. So I think a couple podcasts ago I asked listeners to send me your stories and some of you have and I appreciate that so much and there's still room for more stories. So if you have questions or stories or, um, I don't know, personal experiences that you want to share on the Pedal Pumping Podcast, please feel free to email me at mimifootnip at gmail.com. So Rocketman says, let me go on to read the rest of this. Hope all is well in Hawaii. Hope the weather has started to clear up. I'm still pretty stoked for you that you have your own Jeep in Hawaii and looking forward to more content from you and Champ. Hope the registration process is going well, too. I've got updates on that. Um, Anyway, I know you mentioned in your website, as well as your previous podcast episodes, that Cranking Damsel in Distress is your favorite pedal pumping video. What would you consider your least favorite pedal pumping genre, if any, and why? Another question, driving shoes. Do you think there is a shoe that you absolutely cannot drive in while wearing? I doubt there is any as I've seen your content, but just wanted to know your thoughts on this. I think the Japanese Geta sandals, the wooden thong sandal type shoes with the teeth, probably come to mind as one just because the teeth would make it dangerous to drive in. I do know you have a pair of those that you received from a sub that you modeled on OnlyFans, but haven't seen you try to drive in them. Another one that comes to my mind is platform stripper heels. Unless you've tried driving them, I'd be interested to know. Thanks again for all you do for the community and your Patreon uh, fans and foot slaves. Thank, take care and keep up the good work. Love, Rocket Man. Ah, all right. <laughs> so great questions. I love these. I'm also going to read an email. And Jim Shu, he is our resident fetish author, has got a new story. And you can check out more stories from him on my website. If you're a patron on Patreon, I narrate the stories and post the narrated recordings along with the the written story on Patreon. And I think Jim is putting together uh, like a vignettes or a, like a sh- book of short stories that I believe will be available on Amazon. He has other books on Amazon that you can check out. So I encourage you to do that. Let me give you guys the link. I think if you just... Um, Google Amazon Jim Shoe. It's S-H-U-E. You'll find him. Uh, but Amazon.com slash author slash Jim Shoe. J-I-M-S-H-U-E. And um, I will be recording and adding in the, the most recent episode to Patreon. And I want to thank all my patrons on Patreon. 
Tevin, Jim, Riker, Old Dirty, DBM, Not a Golfer, MF, Rayshon, Steven, Eric F, Eric J, Crinking Fan, Rocketman, Leo, Havayana's Fan, Robert, and Austin. You guys form the coolest puddle pumping community. I love it. It it definitely feels like I it feels like a home. It feels it feels like a community. I see some of you interacting on actually there's a number of you interacting on Twitter and you guys reply to each other's stuff it's just really cool it just feels like friends in the community like friends who share a fetish and where we can all just be like open and genuine and just be ourselves and that's really cool because for some reason I don't know I've, I've ranted about this before but pedal pumping is one of those things that is like common enough but also not well understood or talked about or known I mean I didn't know about it until just a couple of years ago so um anyway I just want to thank you guys you guys are are um supporting me supporting the podcast you are the community um you participate and I just love it it's just such a such an amazing thing that we've all kind of come together here through this podcast to do uh, so thank you. And um, I will answer Rocketman's questions. And then I also have uh, a story from Leo, another patron, after our quick break. All right. Welcome back from the break. Let's get into Rocketman's questions. The first one he asks is about my least favorite pedal pumping genre, if any, and why. I feel like I don't really have a least favorite genre of pedal pumping. I but I would say that the pedal pumping genre that I have never done and and don't imagine that I will do anytime soon would be stuck. I I think because it's complicated. Um, but I, I mean I think the production side and the expense to create a video like that. If anyone creates stuck videos, I'd be interested to talk to you and find out like kind of behind the scenes what you put into it like what's involved in making that happen and getting the video because the way I envision it it seems like really complicated so that doesn't really answer your question I guess my answer is I don't have a least favorite um I'm I'm finding myself recently getting more and more interested in horror story cranking like having sort of some I think I talked about this last week I'm in California today. I ended up flying home kind of unexpectedly. There's some stuff going on here and I'm going to be here for a week. And so I'm just feeling kind of like I went through some sort of like weird time warp from like Hawaii to California. Uh, but I, I think I talked about this like and the reason that I think that horror is kind of appealing to me because I hate horror movies like I don't watch them I'm too scared like they're too upsetting and scary but when I'm creating kind of a creepy horror film well first of all you're for adult websites you can't have any blood you can't have any weapons you can't have anything like anyone being murdered or anything like that so you know it's mostly just creating like tension and suspense and creepiness like stalker vibes or monster vibes or like something's gonna jump out at you kind of vibes uh which is terrifying to me but there's like because when I make videos I can't I don't have other 
actors in the scene. It's really complicated with adult entertainment to have other people participate. Um, I, I have to create it just me. And so I, I, and to make it interesting, I need to interact with some other variables like the car and maybe um, they're like a story. I feel like a story really helps. It helps kind of like get in the mood, you know, and maybe when it comes to fetish videos, it's like the old 70s pornos. People just fast forward to like the sexy part. But I kind of like creating a story around it if I can. And it's becoming more and more of a priority to me lately. I've been thinking more and more like taking notes about like little stories I want to create in my videos and how to portray them. I've been really interested in learning more about like cinematography and just really enhancing the quality of my videos beyond just the, you know cranking fetish kind of aspect which I think is important and I, I think that's like the core of it right but wouldn't it be nice to like have it be like a beautiful little story as well I mean beautiful meaning like well done scary <laughs> a or maybe not necessarily always horror and scary but like stressful or some kind of emotion like highly charged emotion I think that's what I'm going for like highly charged emotion and I've also been really contemplating <laughs> whether or not I should show my face in those kinds of videos because I sort of feel like facial expressions for horror or like stress and tension can really like enhance the experience like enhance the storytelling of how the main character is feeling about what's happening and so I've been I've been thinking about that a lot too like hmm, maybe I want to include some shots of my face reacting to what's going on haven't like fully committed to that yet but it's something I'm kind of playing with behind the scenes so be curious to know what you guys think of that but yeah, I, how did I get here? I don't know. I just like, I just like to talk about pedal pumping. I reached out to a YouTuber named Pedal Cat, who is like totally receptive to talking to me. She's a pedal pumping creator on YouTube. Her channel, um, she's a couple channels, um, just search for Pedal Cat and I think she'll, she'll pop up. I was watching some of her videos the other day and I reached out to her um, to ask her some questions about YouTube and different things and because I'm working on this new YouTube channel that's more of like a blog style thing. I don't know if you guys have seen it, if you have opinions on it. I'm looking for feedback on that too. Like, should I keep doing this or is it lame? I don't know. Um, curious to hear what you guys think about it. It's called Mimi's Cars. I'm just giving it a very plain, simple name on YouTube, Mimi's Cars. And it's not like a ton of like gratuitous pedal pumping shots. It's a lot of, um, more like vlogging, storytelling, um, trying to fly under YouTube's age restriction radar so to keep it like clean enough that it doesn't get flagged as fetish content uh, so that you know it, it's available to a wider audience 
and I looked at my analytics and only like 0.03% of my viewers are 13 to 17 year olds. So I was like, I, and they only watch for like an average of 10 seconds. So I have a feeling they somehow get on my channel and go, what the fuck is this? And leave. Uh, so I'm, I'm not really too concerned about kids watching at this point because I don't really think they are. I don't think that they're interested in these videos, but, um, so I'm trying to keep it clean so that if kids do stumble upon the videos that I'm posting on YouTube, it's, it's not going to like scar them for life. <laughs> not that pedal bumping. I don't know. It, I'm, I'm, I've had some rants recently in my personal life about this, about how pedal pumping, I feel frustrated that it's, um, it's, it gets such a, it's, it gets treated like porn, like hardcore porn. And I feel like pedal pumping is, I mean, it's definitely sexually arousing to those with a fetish, but I also feel like there's a lot of like sexism involved because women trying to start cars or driving cars, it's like, would my channel be flagged if it was a guy doing all the same exact things? Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like the, if the tables were turned, it would be different. Anyway. Okay. I'm going to stop rambling. I'm going to stop rambling and I'm going to read Leo's email. <laughs> Because I love his stories. Okay. It was spring of 1992. I was 17 and was working at a gas station. One of my buddies just started working with me there. John, who was Becky's brother, just started working with me as a gas boy, aka gas attendant. Spring break just kicked off and school was the last thing on our minds. We sat in the office watching the TV mounted on the wall. MTV's Spring Break was on. Salt and Peppa's Let's Talk About Sex blasting and filled up the office with the song. Midway through the song, the service bell rang. Me and John looked at each other. Me. Who got that? John. You got that. Me. I got the last one. We went back and forth a little bit and decided to play Rock, Paper, Scissors. Of course he won and told me, All you, brah, as he laughed. His head was glued back to the TV. I walked outside to see the nose of a white Acura Integra sticking out from pump number four. As I rounded the pump, I saw it was a young woman in the driver's seat. I got up to the window and recognized it was Becky smiling at me. Hi, Leo. I was about to hop out and look for the attendant and you popped out, she said as she smiled. I replied back, nice ride. What happened to the Grand Prix? She explained that it started giving her problems and she had to trade it in and try getting another used car at the dealership by the airport. There's a previous story about Becky last year that I'll talk about, but that's another story. So back to the current story. She was talking to me while sitting in her new car. As she was speaking, I was noticing what she had on, a white denim jacket open to expose her white tube top and a black plaid skirt which stopped above her knees. Her feet weren't visible as the dashboard blocked my view and I didn't see any shoes discarded on the floor. She popped the hood and opened the door to get out. I stepped back to get a better angle to see down toward the footwell as she swung the door open. I stood there visually scanning. Her feet were planted right below the pedals, below the clutch and brake. On her feet were a pair of black Mary Janes with the thick buckle straps and opaque white ankle stockings with a ruffled top. Pretty sexy when I see girls wearing those. I noticed that the buckles were not strapped. 
a clear indicator to me that she had them off to drive. She stepped out, leading with her left foot, then the right, watching how loosely the shoes held on to her feet. The straps bounced on the tops of her stocking feet as she planted them to the ground. Check this out, she excitedly said. She kind of shuffle walked to the front of the car to open the hood. Her walk was such as to not let the shoes come off of her feet as she walked because of the loose buckles, something I observed as I saw other girls do. She opened the hood. I saw the letters VTEC stamped on the valve cover. Beth, Becky ex enthusiastically said, VTEC! At the time, I never heard of it. I was more interested in Chevy V8s and domestic rods at the time. This fucker got balls, she exclaimed. She went on about how fast it was and how she ended up going for a brand new car instead of getting a used one. Her mother helped with the financing and she put the down payment. I asked if John knew about the new car and she said no. Today was the first day she got it. She took it for a test drive. The salesman suggested to take the test road by the airport and open it up. She also described how it accelerated. She would floor it in a second and the car would start to rev up quickly and then another kick would happen once she got to a higher RPM. She went on further explaining that she shifted into third. The tires chirped and the RPMs quickly climbed up and a second kick would happen once she passed 6,000 RPMs. It was getting me excited as she was explaining the experience. I was imagining her stocking feet working those pedals. I started getting hard. Becky going on again, explaining that she was hooked on the acceleration and how it pulled her to her seat. She needed to have this car. I smiled back at her and told her to give me a ride one day. And she agreed to, even asked me if I wanted to do it now. But I couldn't leave work on the clock. She asked if John was working. I replied, yeah, he's in the office, jacking off watching MTV. Becky laughed and closed the hood. She pulled out a $10 bill from her pocket and told me, premium. I walked back to the office, saw John staring up at the TV and set the pump to $10. I walked back and pumped her gas. It was a nice car. I walked past Becky's window, smiling at her, and she smiled back. I could smell the new car smell through her window. As I walked behind her car, I pretty much had a good view from behind, being that the car had a big rear window. It was a hatchback with clear glass. The 4 p.m. sun angled into the dashboard and illuminated in the car. I watched her movements in the car just as I expected. She looked down at her shoes, reaching down to the right first, then to the left. The pump clicked at $10 and I placed it back in the receptacle. I get her to passenger window. She had just placed her Mary Janes on the passenger floor. The car had a center console and a dashboard that encapsulated the driver a bit, so there was no way of seeing her beautiful feet. But that new car smell filled my nostrils, and the song on her radio playing Color Me Bad's All for Love put an impression on me. If you want to relive a moment in time, remember the details and pay attention to the sights, sounds, and smells. Meditated on that for a minute. She was always number 10 on my scale. Even after 30 years, I can remember the moment like it was yesterday. But the story is not done. Becky started the car and began to drive off. She stopped real quick and started waving at the office. John was standing outside. She yelled out her window, Hi, John! See you at Mom's! And drove away. I looked at John and he had a confused look on his face. Was that my sister? He asked. Yup, I replied. She got a new car? He asked. Yep, I said. You wasn't just checking out my sister, bro. You have a boner. 
he asked angrily, pointing at the tent in my pants. As he stood there, Becky punched it in the driveway. I could hear the engine growl loudly to a quick RPM climb and then let off the revs to quick rev up and chirp of the tires. I quickly looked as that happened and turned back to John and said, yep. <laughs> I laughed at him and he looked all mad and walked back to the office. Couldn't wait for the weekend. Becky usually stays with her mom in the morning to help with getting groceries and leaves after shopping. John worked on Saturday and I was off. Becky and I had the same work days, but she worked six in the morning to two in the afternoon. I began to plan on how I was going to approach this. I felt a connection with her over the past few years, back to my intermediate years and being John's friend since intermediate school. Becky was two and a half years older than me, and by the time I was a freshman, she was a senior. There was a time we were walking back from the pool when we walked behind John. I got close to Becky walking next to her. I looked down to admire her feet as we walked and our hands grazed each other, swinging back and forth. The movement of our swinging arms began to match and the next thing you know, we were holding hands. We got to the house and it was getting dark. John went inside and we sat outside for a bit and got closer and she leaned her head on my shoulder and told me she had fun that day. Right when I decided to make my move, John swung the screen door open, slamming it into the wall. We quickly jumped apart and John stood there stuffing his face with what smelled like pastelli stew. Then his mom comes out saying we have pastelli stew loudly and Becky, Becky giggled back at me. I would never forget that moment. But she and I didn't hook up. It was going on two years already and I had dated another girl from high school months after that but ended it after that summer. It's Saturday. I'm up early that day. The anxiety of chilling with Becky was kicking my ass. I didn't even have her phone number and I was having paranoid thoughts of what if she didn't go to mom's or what if mom decided not to go shopping. I waited around 9 a.m. to call. I dialed the seven digits and no answer. Five minutes goes by and my phone rings. It's John's house number on the caller ID. I picked up. It's Becky and I heard her yelling in the background. I asked, what's going on? She replied with a giggle, John is late for, for work. Mom is scolding him. I laughed and said, oh no, that's going to reflect on me. Becky laughed and said, I'll call you after to pick you up. We're going to drop off John at work and run some errands. Probably be done by 2 p.m. I said, okay, and hung up. I was getting excited. The anxiety built up. The phone rang around 1230 and it was Becky. I was surprised. We talked for a bit. They finished the errands quickly and she was going to be on her way. I got ready. Put on some jeans so that I wouldn't display my erection too much and wore a hood sweater and put on my shoes. I hear a horn honk and quickly run out. Becky in a white Acura Integra GSR coupe waiting in the driveway. I got in and took a whiff of that new car smell. The feel of the, feel of the firm cloth seats and the gloss of the dashboard shined brightly. The tachometer reached 8,000 and the speedometer topped off at 120. Her steering wheel was nice, like a semi-gloss look to it. I leaned in my seat back a bit in my seat to try to get a look at her feet, but that damn center console was in the way. The clutch pedal was barely visible and her foot wasn't on it either. I kicked down in the passenger footwell and accidentally hit her Mary Janes, the same ones that she wore Wednesday that week. Excitement filled my body, but I couldn't see her feet. I decided to lean the chair back a few clicks. That opened my view a little bit more of that little square clutch pedal and half of the brake pedal. She asked me what was the plan today, and I told her to show me what this thing got. She giggled and pressed the clutch pedal. The sight of her bare left foot pressing the clutch 
petal and her red painted toes curling over the top of the square petal immediately got me excited. Her hand moved over to the stick and she shifted into reverse, backing out of the driveway. I watched as she slowly released the clutch and heard the motor rev up a little, like she was feathering the gas pedal with her bare right foot. Three quick revs and the car started to roll backwards as her left knee lifted and the top of her fair-skinned foot and toes released pressure from the clutch. Her left foot movement appeared to hover over the clutch pedal as it was disengaged. Her left toes would lift and flex up and back down on the clutch pedal, curling back over the top as she would press the clutch back down. She shifted into first gear, but she didn't come to a complete stop. Then her right foot appeared. The red toenails caught my eye as she pressed on the, the brake pedal with the ball of her right foot. Her movements abruptly stopped the car and my neck snapped back. We looked at each other and she giggled and said, Oops, sorry, grinning under her breath. Her pink lips drew my attention a bit. Then three more quick revs and we rolled forward. She drove to the airport and I knew already what she was going to do. We got to a traffic light and stopped. That's when I decided to take off my sweater. I intentionally leaned over to my left and glimpsed down to her footwell and slowly pulled my right arm out of my sweater. She held the brake pedal down with her big toe and her foot seemed to lean right, applying the necessary pressure to keep the car stopped. The rest of her toes were curling into empty space under the edge of the small square pedal. I leaned to the left and removed my sweater and placed it on my lap to hide my semi-hard erection. The light turned green and she drove on. I kept my eyes straight at this point. We got to the stretch of road where she did that acceleration run with the salesman and looked at me with an evil grin on her face and said, Are you ready? Before I could say anything, she opened it up in third. The motor gave a loud, low-end growl, which quickly climbed up. The feeling of the acceleration was impressive. Then the second kick kicked in. I felt my penis bend in my pants from the acceleration. She quickly shifted to fourth and the car shook back and forth. My dick did the same. I didn't hear the tires chirp though and Becky noticed it too. Already nearing 85 miles per hour she shifted into fifth. I was already impressed with how the car moved but Becky wanted to hear it chirp. We slowed down to nearly a crawl on the open stretch of road. I saw the speedometer reading 15 miles per hour. Becky held the speed in first gear, rolling for a few seconds. Then she stomped on it. Her left foot was lifted a few inches over the clutch pedal. And then I watched her right leg like punching the gas. Her left foot then punched the clutch and at the same time pulling back her right leg. Her hand pulled the stick into second gear in a split second before she kicked her right leg and the tires squealed for a couple of seconds. She did the same thing going from second to third and chirped the tires. You heard that. You heard it. She yelled out. I sat there getting forced into my seat. My dick took a little beating there and I yelled out with her hiding a little pain. I felt it. Ouch. We decided to go to the burger joint by the airport and eat. We parked in the front. She then started reaching over my, to my side and I quickly reached down and grabbed her shoes and handed them to her. She looked at me and smiled as I handed them to her. She then opened her door, placed both shoes outside onto the ground, swung her legs out, turning her back to me, and looked down at her feet and did her thing. She got out and faced me still sitting in the passenger seat and bent over to fasten those straps. I wish I was standing on the other side of that view of her doing that. Watching her get out of the car like that would have definitely gave me a hard-on, then finish it off with a booty shot of her bending over. My erection already dissipated and I got out. 
I told her that I'll catch the tab and waited in line and I stood next to her. I was staring at her feet in those shoes, watching the movement as she would rest her right heel and pick up the front of her foot and pivot it left to right. She noticed me staring and asked me if I liked her shoes. I was embarrassed by getting caught staring at her feet. I hesitantly answered her question by saying they looked sexy on her. I guess my response did trigger our relationship as I felt her hand again. She hooked my pinky finger with her pinky and made the move to fully hold her hand. We ate, and as we were walking back to her car, she asked me if I ever drove a stick. I I told her I drove my friend's CVCC that was a four-speed, and then she popped the question. Becky asked, want to drive it around the block? I told her, you actually trust me? You only had it for not even a week. Becky replies, isn't that what couples do? Trust each other? I looked back at her and said, oh, that's, we are now. I smiled back at her. She handed me the keys and proceeded to the passenger door. Now I'm going to warn you now. There will be some male pedal pumping. I just want to to experience what a woman feels when driving without shoes. I kept my socks on, but the shoes came off for a little bit. For me, I viewed it as a thing that was strictly reserved for women to do, something I saw myself forbidden to do. I don't know why I thought that, but I stuck with the rule I set for me, some like prime detective I kept to myself. I'll explain in later writing. So now back to my story with the second with my second girlfriend, Becky. I got in the driver's seat. I was a little cramped in the spot because Becky was shorter than me, five six to be exact. She laughed as I reacted to the seat being close to the steering wheel. I adjusted my seat and checked my surroundings, started up the car and pressed the gas, revving the engine a bit. She grabbed my hand, which was on the shifter, and ran me through the gears. Her hand felt warm and moist as she held it over mine. I looked at her nail polish and it was the same red as her toes swung my head, my hand back and told me this was reverse position. I eased out the clutch and balanced the gas as we rolled back. The first part was no problem. Headed out the driveway and onto the main road wasn't too bad. We got to the first light and it turned red as we approached and I slowed down to stop. The light changed to green and I stalled it. Becky chuckled and reached over to start the car, telling me to hold the clutch in. As she did, she looked at my feet and told me to take my shoes off. You gotta feel the pedals. Without asking, I immediately did and kicked them under my seat. I pressed the clutch with just my socks on now and Becky started her car. The sensation I felt was so strange. The vibration from the engine pulsed through the clutch pedal and I felt it under my left foot. I pressed the gas and that vibrated too. The sensation was interesting. You could feel the RPMs and the transmission buzz as you get up to speed in the gear. I could even feel every bump in the road through the pedals. The feeling was pretty cool. I kind of broke it down to her how it felt to drive like that to hear her responses. I mentioned to her that I could feel the bumps in the road and she told me that yes, she could feel it too, especially barefoot pressing the gas with just her toes. That drove me wild with her explanation. She even went on about how it tickled her toes depending on what bump or rough surface she drove over. At this point, I was done driving and pulled over. She asked me, what was wrong? I told her I didn't trust myself driving because it was so new. And besides, we were back in the burger joint's parking lot. I put my shoes back on and hopped out. She got out too and she walked around to the front and I walked around to the back of her car. I did this to hide my erection from her sight and I said, Chinese fire drill. She laughed as we got back in. 
I left the driver's seat all the way back and she did notice it, but that actually allowed her to comfortably remove her shoes while seated. She closed the door, reached down to undo her straps and took her shoes off. She passed them to me and told, and told her, sexy. She laughed and we drove off. That day we went to watch my cousin Vinny at the movies and had her drop me off home later. Had our first kiss and eventually dated for a little over a year. I had a few experiences with her. Opened my foot fetish to her, but nothing about the pump, pedal pumping side of it. But I'm pretty sure that she could connect the dots on that one. She gave me my first foot job and a couple more after that, but I wish I could have kept it together with her. It was my fault that we broke up. That's Leo's story about Becky, girlfriend number two. Thank you so much, Leo, for sharing this story. I love these 80s and 90s stories. It brings back a lot of memories. Uh, those old Acuras. Very cool car. All right, we're going to wrap up here because I've been doing a lot of talking and I'm jet lagged. I know it's only a three-hour time difference between Hawaii and California, but I uh, had to get up early and it's just been a weird day. So I'm going to... I'm going to sign off for this week. Uh, I feel like I had more announcements and things, but my my brain is, is kind of done. So <laughs> love you guys. Thank you so much. And more to come next week. Take care.